0: Hi, I'm Julie.
1: And I'm Lisa. And this is Two Sober Chicks Plus One Dude.
0: Yay, our first Two Sober Chicks Plus One Dude podcast. That's true. So welcome, Lucas, my friend.
2: Thank you. I didn't realize I was the first. I'm like, I'm so honored now. There's so much pressure.
1: Yeah. You're not the first in our threesome, but you're the first dude in our threesome. (laughs) (laughs) That kind of threesome. That's right. Um, okay, so this is good because we're trying also our omnidirectional setting on our microphone and it's picking it up like amazing. So, okay, again, laugh, back off. <laughs> we're trying to get all these things down. And we're at the Sheraton Hotel. It's um, still day two of our visit here at the Ontario Regional Conference 2019 in downtown Toronto. We're having an amazing time. And we grabbed Lucas. A nice AA member who is super jacked up and emotional after we all just listened to Earl H. Mm, So good. From Scottsdale, Arizona Mm -hmm. talk. And I've heard his talk because it's gotten me through a lot of dark nights listening Mm. to it on podcasts. Nice. And uh, speaker tapes. So it was so cool to see him in person. So I know why I'm jacked up. Lucas, what do you think? Was this your first time hearing Earl? Yeah, it was. All right. So what are the feelings? I, What's happening?
2: Oh, I like we just came out of the meeting. When did he finish? Like, what, like within 20 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. In oh, that, yeah. Like I'm still just lit up from that guy. Like I'd never heard him talk before.
1: Okay.
2: And uh, what I was just saying a second ago, it's so funny. Like it, he's one of the best speakers I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, like no question. And when you hear somebody speak just that you really resonate and connect with you're just like how did i forget what's important like how did i get so deep like it just i didn't know i needed to hear him as bad as i did Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like my like everything's fine i'm in a good place i've had a good day but just mm -hmm. i'm in a whole other world right now after hearing that guy
1: I find if you have been coasting a little bit, he shakes up the people who have been coasting. If you have been thinking, um, I can't get this, um, it's never going to work for me. If you're new, if you think, oh, well, you know, nobody here has had the fucking problems I've had. So, you know, it's just not going to work. You hear Earl's talk and you're like, oh, my
0: God. Another level. (laughs) That's another level
2: you're just kind of like that's right I'm sorry everything's great thank you for my life how can I go help somebody yeah my bad like it just oh oh my god and then what's also too what is what I'm so jacked about is my parents I got two sets of parents and one of my sets of parents lives in Gold Canyon, Arizona, just outside of Phoenix. Okay. Scottsdale's about an hour away. Yeah. And I go see my parents like every every couple of months. I go down multiple times a year to go see the family.
1: Oh, nice.
2: So I gotta find out where this guy's home group is. Yeah. And go hang out with him, seriously. Well, it like,
1: sounds like he's an open book. It sounds like if you found him tonight <laughs> on the dance floor, you could be like, What's your home group, dude? And I'll see you there next month. And you'd yeah. be fine with it. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's just a total AA'er. That's what I love about him. I love the fact, you know, I find too today that we rarely hear about the triangle and the circle. Mm. Yeah. It's like that is a forgotten thing that people don't talk about anymore. And it is the basis of our whole program. It's unity, service, and recovery. Mm -hmm. And without one side of the triangle you won't have the others because things do fall apart. If we are not unified, which is why we have the 12 traditions, Mm. then things are going to fall apart. If we're not giving back, I mean that for me, um, that helps me get out of self Uh every single time. When Uh things are falling apart in my life or I'm spending too much time thinking about my life, (laughs) (laughs) doing service helps with Uh that. And and then those things build and equal my recovery. Uh So I love that he talked about that. And it was him through luke my sponsor that i heard first heard the phrase um trust god clean house help others and it's in the book it's in the book too but it's the first time i'd ever heard somebody like use it in their talk
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it impacted me in a powerful and profound way Mm -hmm. so julie what did you think? This is your first time hearing Earl?
0: Well, I love a big charismatic American man. So it was right <laughs> up my alley. I like that personality yeah. type. It works for me. I love his accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great accent. And I it love adds to the story. how he talked about his experiences in meetings, which mm-hmm. he fucking hated. And a sponsor, like, how could he have picked a sponsor more different than him? Right. But knowing somewhere inside of him, there was that God consciousness that was like, that's what you need. Yeah. And I, I believe sponsorship, we've talked about this, is divine Appointment, divinely appointed, yeah. And I believe that that was what happened with him and his sponsor. And I
1: love that he st- mm. he
0: weaves that into his
1: story. That he says, "I want him," and the other dudes around him are like, "Really? You sure about what? that?" Because they all know that that guy's gay, and Earl's so far from that. And they're like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's, he's got what I want.
0: Because this man who became his sponsor was unapologetically joyful mm-hmm. about his recovery and about AA. Yeah. And that was something, if you listen to Earl's story, no joy. Mm-hmm. Complete mm-hmm. apology for who he was. Didn't know who he was. So I love that, mm-hmm. and I think that's funny how we often, or at least I have, will have a sponsor that's very different than me, and my sponsees, I'm like, I don't even know why they want me as their sponsor, because yeah. they're not sort of even like me and vice versa, but I think it's that sort of God directing you to the people that you need to be with.
1: And I have that same mm-hmm. kind of philosophy that he talked about with his. what his sponsor first said to him, is, you don't have to like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't... I don't have to be the person that you have, uh, you know, think idealize or, ooh, I want to be just like her. Do you want what I have? Mm -hmm. Because I like my life and I'm contented with life on life's terms today. If you want that, then we can work together. And you probably aren't going to like the things I'm going to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> Probably no one's ever told you them before. Uh-huh. Like, shut
0: up and do what you're told. How about that? <laughs> well, he said that. You don't have to, his sponsor said to him, you don't have to like it. You don't have to believe it. You just have to do it, honey. Mm-hmm. Action.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. And see, and that's so funny because uh, when he said that and he's like, oh, no, I want him. And goes like, really? So that's funny for me. I heard it in a different way because it sounds like donald was like an old school big book thumper do the work this is the program i am not messing around yeah right so for them it's just like are you sure it's like do you know how much work you're gonna have to do like do you know how serious this guy is Mm -hmm. and for him he's like that is the exact reason why I want to work with him. I like this because,
1: and this is what we talk about too. When we go to a meeting, we might have a completely different takeaway. And we were at the same meeting Mm -hmm. and we heard the same speaker. So thank you Mm -hmm. for that added uh, difference on what you took away from that. What else did you take Mm -hmm. away from the talk tonight with Big Earl Hightower? Oh
2: my God. (laughs) Um, Honestly, the biggest thing for me out of that, walking out of the meeting is I got to do more. I don't give enough. I gotta do more. And my full-time job is getting people into treatment across the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to at least two meetings a week. I sponsor two people. I'm starting a uh, a big book study of a different fellowship. Mm-hmm. And even still coming out of that, I'm just like, no, it's it, No, it's not enough. I'm not working with enough people. I'm not doing it. Like it just. Oh, my God. Like, it, I don't know about you, but... Like, I drank and I used because I just couldn't deal with how I felt. And I couldn't stand the life that I'd had. None of it looked the way that I wanted, Mm -hmm. bunny ears. And I was so, so emotional and... Life had always, like, tried to beat it in me and, like, shut it up and knock it down. We're like, no, you're a man. Men don't cry. Shut up. Stop being emotional. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, apparently anger is allowed. That's the emotion we can do. So yeah. anger everywhere. But anyway, so I just, that was what I was trying to deal with. And I have loved the line in recovery of uh, that recovery gives you everything drugs and alcohol promised. Right? Mm. Right? Because, like, I would sit on my couch by myself, get loaded, dreaming one day I'm gonna do this, and one day I'm gonna have that, and, and you know, right? And never ever came.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And in recovery, so not only are those things coming, um, things that you never expect
0: come. Yes.
2: Right? But it's like, that's all stuff. Wh- whatever, who cares? I can take it or leave it. This feeling of, like, real freedom and joy Mm -hmm. and just being genuinely so connected with something that like I looked for frantically through a bottle, through a pipe, through whatever the fuck to try to deal with this. Mm -hmm. When you hear somebody like that speak, it's just, oh, like you, you forget how good you can feel. You know, like I'm a highly emotional person. I think we all are. That's why we use I can't, mm. I can't handle this. Shut
1: it down. Right, right. Can't control it. You know, no. we talk about we got to put the cork in the bottle of our souls. It, you know, because it's like uh, I can't deal with all this emotion and stuff that's coming at me. Mm-hmm. So I put a cork in it and then uncork a bottle or mm-hmm. do other things. So totally. And so it's like in these rooms.
2: Not only is it the first place where. We're not only told that we are encouraged to uncork that. No, tell us your stuff. Share all right. the things. Right. Get it all out of you. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like you're given. Then as you sort through it all, God willing, years down the road, you stick around with us. It's like you are able to feel these things that like, I was looking for personally my whole life. And I need you to help me do that. I, I don't know how to do that myself. I can't remember Mm-hmm. i'll start thinking about me again and my life and my goals and all this other bullshit because i'm back in self instead of in service yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you have somebody like that and just like it's just like kind of like it's like a spiritual smackdown somebody's just kind of like whap, puts you right back in line you're like right thank you help 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 what can i do like it just <laughs> oh so i'm like that is pouring out of me right now so that is that was the biggest that i took And i'm yeah. just like plan now yeah in
1: action Action. Big takeaway from tonight, for sure. Oh. Julie, anything to add to that?
0: No. What was your biggest? I am, I'm the kind of person where I think Ashley, Lisa's wife is in the studio with us. I'm looking at her right now. I, Ashley and I relate on an introvert level, and it will take me time after I've experienced something very big and intense to sort through it and then be able to talk about it. So I'm just like listening and agreeing, and I won't be able to know the nuggets probably until tonight or tomorrow or the next day. And it's so funny because I'm
1: sitting there. We're at the same table. We're hearing the same speaker. I'm gut laughing at some of the things he's saying. I'm slapping my hand on the table because I'm in agreement. Yes. And Julie and Ashley are one on either side of me, and they're just demure and poised and elegant. And ha, 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 ha. oh, Earl. <laughs> you know yeah. i'm the complete opposite we're at the same meeting but yeah i get that
2: They all process our own way right oh yeah i would have yeah. sitting there beside you screaming like, oh my god yeah
1: <laughs> i love that guy man he's so great and you know another thing i love is that he is for the person who is so broken and hopeless mm. that they think there's no hope i don't mm. think you cannot. i don't think you can hear earl's story and say oh well it worked for that guy but it won't work for me
0: Oh yeah, there's no way you're getting yeah. around that one.
1: That guy's fucking life and all the <laughs> shit that happened to him. And and I love the I love the fact that he does talk about drugs are part of his story. Mm. But he he admits hands down I'm an alcoholic first. Mm-hmm. But of course, he grew up in that time where there was, you know, drugs were everywhere and experimenting with drugs and I'm that I was that kind of person too. Like mm-hmm. whatever it was, if I thought it might take away some of this that's going on inside here, then I'm gonna give it a try. Mm-hmm. For sure. So Yeah. For he, sure. He's amazing.
0: And if you guys listening want to hear everything that Earl just said, you can go to Daniel's tape sorry, Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L, taping services and you can purchase any of the speakers that we've heard this weekend, both Alateen, Alanon, AA, it's mm. all there. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, and that's being able to listen to what we just heard, that's a recommendation of, like, when you jump out of a plane with a parachute, they recommend you pull the ripcord. It's that kind of a recommendation.
1: Yeah, a must-do. <laughs> a must-do Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: All
1: mm. right. Well, Lucas, thank you so much for joining us on Two Sober Chicks and One Dude. Uh, I love <laughs> it. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, very honored. In, this was a you're, lot of you're fun. You
0: are our inaugural... One dude yep. introduction. And
1: I remember when Julie and I first started this podcast, we it was just really us. I was not happy
0: with the suggestion we should have guests. Do you remember? Yeah. I was like, no, because I wanted her all to myself. And I was like, no, I don't want that. I've come a long way. Yeah. I've worked on my character defects and jealousy. Yeah. Now it's
1: fun. And now it's fine. Yeah. Yes. And we haven't had a lot of guests. We've just had, what, two, three Karen, Sarah, Sarah, Karen, and now Lucas. Lucas. Mm. Yes. Wow. And Ashley, every now and again, will make the odd appearance in the background. Just a little something. Her energy is here. Yes. Even though she But you won't speak, okay? You're not going to speak. She's shaking your head. <laughs> shaking Fair. your head, no. All right, then. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This is great.
1: Yeah. Well, we're glad that you were here, and you can come back again sometime. So if you have an idea for a topic, and you don't want to just send us uh, an email, just give us a call. You're in Toronto. We yeah. can we can get together.
0: Yeah, and you hook
1: got up it. for another podcast. Because for the guys out there, because we were shocked too to find out that we actually do have men who listen to us. When we got our first email from a guy, it's like, oh, oh wow. Yeah, we didn't think they'd want to. We listen had to change to our language from talking to like our oh, sisters, and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> to including. And that's one of the things that I love about this program because I think it gives it gives men the gift of um, emotion. Mm-hmm. And, right. and that gift, and it is a gift to be able to be in touch with the emotions but not have the emotions rule you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's okay to have emotions. You know? I a... actually have
0: a question for Lucas. Okay. yeah. Do you go to men's only meetings? No. Have you been?
2: Oh, yeah, when I was early on. Okay,
0: so, because we were trying to pitch, we Lisa came up with the idea of pitching to our group a uh, women's only room, and we were talking about how, as a woman, I can discuss things in a women's room that I couldn't bring in a room where there are men. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, is that your experience with the men's groups?
1: Would you share differently, like, really hardcore stuff? Do you think that there might be something that you might hold back knowing there were women in the room, but if there weren't women in the room, would you share a little bit more honestly at times? And I would not just go to a women's only meeting because me I neither. think it's important for me to hear all different perspectives. Yes, But I think sometimes, especially depending on what it is you're going through, it might be helpful. So mm-hmm. what's the male perspective on that? Your male perspective.
2: They're perfect, thank you. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to be like. I can't give you the male perspective. I can give you my male perspective. And to honestly answer your question, no, I would not and do not share differently.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. And I don't, I don't know, I feel, like the thought that's coming through my head first of all is that alcohol doesn't discriminate, right? We're, we're here over that and yep. nothing else.
1: Oh, absolutely.
2: So therefore... For me, with my shares and with how I work in the room, why should I? Mm-hmm. And and I just say that just because, like, this program has taught and showed me and always emphasizes on how to be open and honest mm-hmm. and you and get in touch with your true self. Old me walked around with a backpack full of masks. So depending on what room I'd walk into, I could be the person you wanted me to be. hmm and in recovery, I have to learn how to put that bag away and be me no matter what. Right. And so I have to find that through my shares and how I interact with people in recovery. Um, for me, having experienced and just seen a lot of misogyny, a lot of sexism, a lot of that being promoted and people like, oh, well, you're a guy, you get it, right? And I'm just like no like what the hell so that's a whole other thing Mm. but I just I don't know that's just that to me has no space that is not recovery to me that has no space in my recovery let alone in my life and I need anybody who has the disease that i have or the experiences that i've i've had who have got me to be able to share mm. this with and to gain that knowledge and that experience with and i don't want anything else to uh to uh, to like to to limit that i want all the solution and i don't want anything in myself that's still saying oh filter this mm-hmm. oh just keep that to yourself you you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. so that's my experience Um, just the other side if I may is that from what I understand and know and have learned which is A very limited and B also from my male perspective is that I can't fathom or understand what it is like being a woman walking through the world being a woman having to get sober being a queer person having to walk through the world and get sober I did it all as a seemingly straight white guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, that's a whole other ballpark. So understanding that...
1: You like having, hearing those experiences.
2: Sharing um, those. I, I do. I'm very grateful for them because it really helps teach me humility mm-hmm. and gratitude. Um, right. But the other thing, too, that I'd say is that I really understand why then you would need a safe space, especially in recovery, Mm -hmm. to be able to work through all this stuff where, based on a lot of men that I have interacted with, yeah, I wouldn't want him in the meeting either. (laughs) So I get that.
0: Yeah. And I don't think
1: it's that... Like we wouldn't want men in the meeting, but it might take a while before you feel safe sharing in a certain way with men in the meeting. And there might be certain things like I have a history of um, childhood sexual trauma and sexual abuse. And I know that on the occasion that I have shared that in a closed discussion with men in the room, they get really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and then that affects the way i'm sharing and it mm-hmm. kind of i'm like oh oh maybe i shouldn't talk about this and i think it would be different in an all women's room so we yeah. might try that but thank you for mm-hmm. your thoughts and opinions and yeah, ideas sure. and i think we will throw this out to our listeners as well to the number two soberchicks at gmail.com what are your thoughts ladies and gents give us a give us a message drop us a line and let us know what you think.
0: We're always happy to hear from you. We love hearing yeah. from you. And so far no hate mail yet, Julie? Yes! yes.
1: <laughs> There might come a day. <laughs> Especially after, a day. after that uh, 12 Steps saved, saved our friendship story. Yep. We're still waiting. but <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yep. Look, we have a studio audience today.
0: We have another guest that just joined uh, yes. us.
1: We might uh, do one more before you go. It depends on your okay. head.
0: Okay, Yeah, let's do it.
1: Lucas, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks, we appreciate Lucas. it. Absolutely. Thank you, you so much. You were the much.
0: perfect first male guest.
1: Dude. I'm honored.
0: You Thank were. you so much. You're <laughs> welcome. You know, have
1: a great night. Take care, everybody. And, you know, I guess we, I haven't mentioned this yet, but we have no intro and we have no extra right now because oh, yeah. we are recording from a, a remote studio and I did not bring those. It's a different computer I'm using tonight, so I yeah. don't have any of that music stuff. So we're going old school Unfiltered. at the ORC. Thanks so much for joining us on Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa.
0: I'm Julie. Have a great 24.